Hi, and welcome to Via Sustainability and Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm Evelyn Stein, a payload systems engineer here at Viaspace, and joining us today is Benjamin Stern, the CEO of Nobo, and Brian Deo, a aerospace propulsion design engineer here at Viaspace. Before we get started, can both of you give us a brief bio about yourself and what you guys do? Sure. Uh, thank you for having me, Evelyn. It's great to meet you and uh, you and Brian. My name is Ben Stern. Guess I'll get started. I am the founder of a local climate tech company in Melbourne, Florida, called Nobo. Um, I can provide a little brief background, but we all in all create single-use water-soluble pods to rid the world of pesky plastics. Um, yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Ben. Brian, how about you? Tell us about yourself. Yeah, so as you said, I'm a propulsion design engineer here. I do a lot of analysis work, meaning I do a lot of simulations of different parts of our engine. How did each of you get interested and involved with what you're doing? Sure. Uh, I started the company, I guess, to provide a little background and genesis on the company. I'm originally from, uh, what is it, Bellevue, Washington, so the Pacific Northwest on the other end of the country. And growing up, we were always taught to reduce, reuse, recycle over and over and over again. And that ne never really sat well with me. I always felt that the most efficacious products, the most impactful products people could use, touch and feel, would disappear when you were finished with them. Years later, I was sitting in this biology class freshman year of high school, and they put the, on this really fascinating documentary covering the ins and outs of the plastic bottling industry. Struck a chord to see all this plastic waste flooding the landfills and oceans and um, it really, it really was disheartening to see. So I went home, I saw my mother using a laundry detergent pod and I thought the idea was the most genius idea in the world. I couldn't grasp or fathom how science has enabled us to encapsulate liquids and films engineered to dissolve in water. Stepped foot in our bathroom and noticed all these bottles surrounding the bath and basin. And I had this epiphany. What if we could encapsulate in pod beauty and personal care products an industry that produces well over 120 billion units of packaging each year, films designed to disappear. So that's uh, that's sort of what inspired me to do it, that biology class in, class in high school. Wow. Very inspirational. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Moving story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how about you, Brian? What got you interested in being a propulsion design engineer? Well, I'm afraid my backstory isn't quite as noble, <laughs> but for me, it was... <laughs> The real typical rocket guy route, you know, I had a childhood filled with dreams of space, being an astronaut, you know, and as I grew up, I, well, I decided I don't want to go there, but damn, do I want to work on some stuff that will. So here I am. Oh, that's all the stuff. Okay. Ben, why don't you tell us about Novo and how you guys got started? Yeah. So uh, after that uh, little epiphany in the bathroom, my shower moment, so to speak, I was thought the idea was really cool, but I wanted to get it validated by third parties. So, um, fourteen-year-old me started firing away a million emails to Fortune 500 CEOs and CPGs, consumer product good companies, to see if they were interested in a solution like this. To my surprise, like there was a million typos in these emails. I kid you not. To my surprise, I got so many positive responses back from um, executives at these Fortune 500 companies that encouraged me to take the initial steps. Uh, I got a job at a grocery store pushing carts. 
I was making subs out of Jersey mics, like just to save enough money to prototype a first iteration of first product. After I had that first product, I pitched it onto Shark Tank, where we closed an initial round of financing from Mark Cuban. And that really gave life to this business. At first, it was an idea, then it became something tangible, a real business. And there's demand from people and consumers. And I organically formed into something more. Wow. What an amazing story. Uh, what brought you here to the Space Coast? Um, interesting question. My grandfather, he worked on the first Apollos, actually. So he was a rocket scientist, too. He uh, came uh, in the 60s to work for NASA, and uh, he and he grew up here. He had Parkinson's home. When I was in high school and my mother wanted to move back, I fell in love with the area and stayed here ever since. And Brian, why don't you tell us about ViaSpace? What is Via and what do we do? Sure thing. So ViaSpace is a uh, small satellite launch provider. So we're one of the many budding companies down here that are trying to help uh, fill the demand to put satellites into orbit. We're doing so with a uh, hybrid rocket engine. What makes Via sustainable? Sure. So as I mentioned, we have a hybrid engine, whereas most rockets would use liquid fuel and a liquid oxidizer or solid fuel and a solid oxidizer or a hybrid, right? So we use liquid oxidizer, solid fuel, little, little science for you there. But what's special is that we use recycled plastic for our fuel, right? Specifically high density polyethylene. Now, at first hearing that, right, you, you, well, they're burning plastic. That, that doesn't sound sustainable at all. I mean, I, I was a Boy Scout back in my day, and, and you know, we'd make campfires all the time, and we were always told, you know, don't, don't throw plastic in there. You can throw in the paper plates, but if you threw in the plastic, it would make this dirty smoke that would smell real bad. Uh-huh. You know, that, that can't be good for the environment, right? Well, that's what I thought. When I just, even when I first got a job here, I thought there's no way this is a good thing, right? But so I've learned high-density polyethylene. Are, are the stuff that's in grocery bags when you go to the store or even your bottle caps on your water bottles. It burns very cleanly. Chemically, it's almost the exact same thing as kerosene. Well, it's the exact same. Whereas when you burn normal plastic, like like the, the most of your water bottle or, or you know, the packaging to an action figure, you're going to get all these dirty chemicals, all, you know, soot, all this stuff you don't want. When you burn, when you burn our fuel, when you burn our recycled plastic, it's it's a clean burn that produces nothing but carbon dioxide and water. And that's that's how we're going to be sustainable. We're going to use something like 8 million, I believe, metric tons of, of recycled plastic per launch. So instead of it ending up in landfills and filling the ocean like you just said, we're going to we're going to take a whole bunch of that recycled plastic that's out there and and hopefully put it to some good oh, use. Wow. Never knew that. Well, it's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, so two great companies. One's eliminating plastics altogether, and the other one is recycling and repurposing it. So, very exciting for industry and for the times. So, one of the things that I have found really interesting is at one of the conferences I was at a few weeks ago, I heard five different people talk about sustainability in different ways. So, what does sustainability mean to you? Because it means something different to everybody. Sure. I think where it touches my industry is centered around consumption um consuming anything is negatively not is inherently not sustainable and i think the actions each consumer each individual takes to minimize how much they consume 
or the impacts of what they consume um, makes uh, sustainability such a strong, profound concept. Um, I think ideally in a perfect world, people don't have to consume food. They don't have to consume, not food, but like plastics. And um, I, I see there's so much opportunity to engineer the next generation of products to minimize their impact and leave a net negative on the environment. That's what it means to me, like leaving the world a better place. All right. Oh, it's yeah. More like that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really what it's all about. I mean, when I think sustainability, I think of the future, right? I mean, what kind of world are we leaving for our kids, you know, for the for, for our little brothers and sisters, you know, the next generation? Um, in my industry, in rockets, it's, it's very important because rockets could be a big pollutant going forward. You know, space is opening I mean, up. A lot of people want to put stuff up there. And over the next 10, 20 years, if we don't develop a sustainable way of putting stuff into orbit, I mean, you know, we can eliminate all the plastic on planet Earth and you know, build solar panels all over the place. But if we're still getting to space by just, you know, dumping rocket fuel around and not being sustainable with it, then we're not going to be doing that very long either. It's interesting. Out of curiosity, yeah. is the HDP, is it compact fuel? Like, do you melt it and just have, like, there. a block of H? That's so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all melted down and very, uh, yeah, high density, very compact. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd love to talk more offline. It's fascinating. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's uh, 3D printed, so it starts as um, small pellets of plastic, and then they're 3D printed into our fuel, so it's extremely compact. Nice. Um. So... I know all of us are kind of younger in our industries, but what would you go back and tell your younger self? If you were from where you are now to something that you could tell yourself to inspire yourself or a lesson learned? Well, I'm, I'm pretty young myself. I'm only 24 years old. I've only been in the industry for just under a year now. But if I could go back and tell my younger self something, what was I, I'd tell myself to to keep at it and keep an eye out for something called via space. Yeah, I would say for me, it's uh, one thing that served to my benefit is like, um, is being very, very perseverant with the company, especially in this market. There's a lot of startups that go up, they go down. Like there's a lot of companies that um, don't survive the test of time. I think um, encouraging uh, encouraging me to continue being perseverant and um, and pushing through the obstacles that I faced along the way, reminding myself that there's light at the end of the tunnel. I think that was that would that is that was that will be very important. I think for me, um, there was a book that I had at my grandparents. It was like the science encyclopedia that, like, when you're really little, it starts out as like a board book and then. It gets into like more and more of a real book with a hardcover and all the like detailed information. And I just remember reading those as a kid and just thinking, wow, there's so many things out there and the sky is the limit. I mean, I know that sounds kind of cheesy and it's what someone says all the time, but I know for me, I started out wanting to be a teacher and then I had those books and I think fourth grade, we did a solar system unit and I was like, okay, I want to do space. And there is so much that you can do with space. And I think if there's something I could tell my younger self, it's there's so many things that you can do and you can start at any age. Um, so tell me a little bit more about you guys and your just your hobbies or what you guys and like 
doing and what you enjoy. Yeah, uh, I I have quite a few hobbies. I love to play the game Backgammon. I'm addicted to it. And more recently, chess.com. No, I'm not chess, but I'm not very good at it. Uh, for fun, yeah, I, I'm a private pilot, so I like to fly a little. And my true love of my life is my 15-pound dog, Leo. He comes to the office once in a while. I share partial custody of him with my mother. Sounds like you got a more interesting life than me. I uh, I only recently moved to Florida about seven months ago. Still working on building up some hobbies, trying to learn to surf maybe, do some more of the water down here. Massachusetts is pretty cold, so I'm getting used to the warm weather down this way. So with your hobbies, do you guys think it's possible to have the job that you enjoy doing every day but also have that life balance? Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, it- you're working on a cutting edge startup like 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 we both are. I mean, at least in my experience, I, I still find time, you know. Still find plenty of time to do what I want to do and hang out with who I want to hang out with. Um, if there is one message that you want to get out to the community, I mean, whether it's our direct community or just in general to the people who see this, what would that be for you guys? Particularly for Brevard County, there is so much entrepreneurship and climate tech and like space ventures. Like this is the spot to be for, I think, new innovation. And I am so proud to be part of this ecosystem. The resources all are available to those who look for them and seek them out. Um, And I I believe there is no better time in our country's history to start a business than now. So or start a venture or start an enterprise or start a start um, a mission-driven path, so to speak. Brian, what about you? Well, on the topic of sustainability, since we're already on it, we'll say something along those lines. And I guess something that this podcast made me think about is if you can, you know, do something do something good for the world, do something with sustainability, do something that that matters. Because it's, it's, the opportunities are out there. I mean, I went into rockets not because I wanted to you know, reduce plastics like like uh, like Ben here with his noble cause. But when you know when it when it came time to look for a job, I mean, there was a, a job and what I wanted to do, but all one that mattered, you know, and made an impact on the world. I am much happier in my life knowing that I'm doing something as good as that. So, so if you can, you know, reduce one use plastics. Um, <laughs> look for what good you can do in the world. I like that. Um, I think for me, it would be there are so many things around us every day. And if you can do one thing a day that helps the environment and whatever you find sustainable over time and over your lifetime will make a larger difference than we realize. Great. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us today and good luck in both of your endeavors. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Stop by sometime.